0: Hello. What's up? You fucking nerd dogs. Fuck. (laughs) No, you know what? No, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, by the way. Hey, what's up? This is Aiden Jones. You're listening to Sitting on a Retreat for Tuesday, the 22nd of September 2020. Yeah, look, what happened? What's happened? Just look, let me break it down for you. What just happened? Um before I started recording I had in my head that I'd be all aggressive and I'd call you guys nerds I was like I was gonna be all cool I was gonna be like hey what's up all you fucking nerds and then be angry and then I started to do it and I, I but I just I wasn't in the moment I don't actually feel that way I don't think you guys are nerds maybe some of you might be nerds but some of you are probably not nerds some of you are probably really cool and fuck heaps <laughs> Some of you guys probably have sex and get laid and have big, you know, dicks or vaginas or whatever sex organ you have. And you know what? Some of you guys are probably nerds and have like tiny little dicks. Even the women. Uh, (laughs) I'm in a good mood. Careful. Look out. Um, I am. I'm in a good mood, man. I've I've had a nice day. I uh, I I had I thought I was going to be working all week this week. Thank you for listening to the podcast, by the way. What's that? Minute and a half. Yeah, I thought I was going to be working all week this week at um, this warehouse job, but I mean, the <laughs> the guy, like the boss of this job, he's like the greatest dude. I actually love him so much. Um, but he is just permanently frazzled and often struggles to tell me whether i'll be working like even the next day you know i gotta fucking pull him over and just be like hey man just checking do i travel two hours to come to work here tomorrow (laughs) um so yeah i thought i was going to be working a week but i'm not and i'm stoked about that so today i just had to take the van back oh gosh oh gee willikers and um, so that was a kind of three-hour detour out of my day. But other than that, I'm chilling. Last night, I played Civilization Six for like five hours. I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, and I'm doing like well for the first time ever. After I watch, I watch this guy called Potato McWhiskey, um, I think I've spoken about him on the podcast before. He just plays Civilization Six, and he's just really good at it. He's some Irish dude and uh now whenever i play i can't help but just think of everything in this like irish accent that he has but he just teaches you how to play it's so sad man i feel more comfortable watching that guy's videos than watching you know like a movie by like an incredible director or some tv show that people have put effort into or even other stuff that's like stand-up comedy oh if it's time for you know like to just eat some food or whatever What makes me just feel relaxed is watching this fucking Irish guy play Civilization 6 and just teach me how to play the game better, which is so pointless anyway because it's a fucking game. But he's like, well, if you put this district next to that one, then you get bonuses and I'm like taking notes. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Why is my nose so itchy? What's going on with that? I feel so self-conscious because I know I'm recording like video for some of this and I just I keep – I pick my nose, all right? There. I said it. Do you guys pick your nose? I feel like that's—I I feel like it's decreasing as a taboo in our society. Is it? I don't feel as ashamed as I reckon I should about picking my nose, but it's really like it's—it's it's just a peasant thing to do, as my friend Phil says. It's some real peasant shit to be picking your nose. It is, man. That's like the the kind of thing that like a medieval serf would be walking down the mud street. Of his fucking, you know, village or whatever With his finger firmly lodged in his nose (laughs) Time to tend to the mules, master And um, that's how I feel like I look every time I am just walk down the street picking my nose But I fucking like it Uh, It feels good Makes me feel safe Let me have a sip of tea here Oh, hot cup Hot cup In my hand, hurts my fingers and hurts my- (laughs) Was I just about to rhyme hand with hand? (laughs) Hurts my fingers, you don't understand. Hot cup, hurting my skin, burning me. It's about to begin. (laughs) This is maybe the worst song that has ever- My face is going red now for how embarrassed I am that I'm singing this cup. This cup, this song, hot Cup in my hand, burning my skin, you don't understand. Oh, it's burning my tongue now too. I am in a good mood. Here's why, partly. I've been meditating. I'm still going. 16 days strong. (sighs) And uh, something I noticed this week here, uh, so... The last week or so for meditation, every day he asks me to um, to ask myself why and then to kind of think about why I'm meditating so that when I start, I can kind of focus on that reason, what I'm trying to get out of it and then, you know, and then I don't know. That's just what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I don't I don't really know why. I don't know what you're supposed to get from it, but that's what you're supposed to do. And the calm man says so. And so if maybe if I do that, then I'll be calm like him. <laughs> so I've been trying to figure <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? I don't know why. I don't question it. He just says, think about why you're supposed to be meditating. <laughs> Whereas actually, when I walk away, all I want to know is like, why, mate? Why do I think about why? Why is that important? See, I'm fucking going one higher than you, calm Andy. Why is it important to understand why I'm meditating? Why can't I just do it? I fucking got him there, don't I? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I have got him. I think I've just... If anything, he's just encouraging me to ask why in my everyday life and I'm spending more time thinking about that while he's just doing the meditation and being calm and living his life. I'm here talking to myself, getting angry about it. Anyway, fuck. Jesus Christ. So he's asking me why. Why am I meditating? And I, I wasn't really sure. He asked me that question and I, I, I was initially going, well, I guess it's because I want to understand something about my brain. But then it's like, is that? Like, I guess, but I don't know that I can only do that through meditation. I think I can do that through other things like writing, doing this podcast, talking to my friends, going to therapy, cracking my head open with a rock and looking inside it in the brief seconds before I lose consciousness and pass into the everlasting sleep. These are all things that I can do, you know? It's not just meditation. So, um. I was really thinking, why do I do meditation? Why is meditation? Because I think like, all right, with sobriety, something that I've learned is uh, the reason it's been so easy for me to stick to not drinking is um, because I have a good reason to not drink. And the reasons are, you know, it's not just like to save money or to not be hung over. It's because I don't like the person that I am at times when I drink. And that's quite a personal reason. And um, because it's so personal and so important to me, it makes it so easy to say no when someone pressures me to drink or when I feel pressure from myself to drink, right? It makes it easy to stick to. So in much the same way, I'm only going to stick to this meditation thing If I have an actual good legitimate reason for why I'm doing it or else I'm liable to one morning, wake up and go, you know what? I don't actually want to do that anymore. And then I lose my fucking challenge. That's why it's important to know why. Andy, you fucking rat. (laughs) I figured it out. Not you. You fucking calm English prick. Mm. Now that. Is a sip of hot tea well earned. Burning my skin. Burning so hard it's about to begin. (laughs) Hot. Come. Burning my throat. Burning so hard I'm about to choke. (laughs) Imagine. Imagine sucking a dick so hot that it burned your throat. Oh, that's, you don't even want to think about that. Um. So I, uh, yeah. So I was thinking about why. <laughs> I was thinking about why I'm meditating, and I reckon the reason it's not that I'm trying to examine my brain and learn things about myself. Although that would, I'd love for that to be the reason. But there's other shit that I can do to achieve that. And I think the thing that I learned from meditation that I can't learn from anywhere else is, or or that I can get from meditation is um, it's nice to take that moment in the morning especially to remind myself that 15 minutes or 10 minutes out of my day isn't actually that bad. I think I have a tendency to... Really stress myself out and and um, put a lot of pressure on myself. Like we, I've been talking about the shooting and musting from therapy. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to do things, and I imagine that I don't have enough time in any given day to do the shit that I have to do. And oh yeah, great. Of course, the fucking recording has stopped. Of course, the voice, the fucking video recording. Ugh. I think I, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I imagine that I don't have enough time in the day. And so it is very useful to take 10 to 15 minutes every day to just sit and not do anything as a reminder to myself that, you know what, 10, 15 minutes out of the day doesn't actually change it. I I don't not get things done. I don't have 10 or 15 minutes worth of stuff at the end of the day that I didn't do that. I'm like, damn it. If I only wasn't meditating, then I would have got this stuff done. No, I still have the same amount of time to worry and not worry and be minimally productive and all the other stuff. And so that's cool to take 10, 15 minutes to do at the moment. They're 15 minutes. They started at 10, but now they're 15 to just do nothing and see what that feels like. And, um, And just to notice how my body feels and then think about what could be the reasons for my body feeling that. And what I realized today and the reason I think that I'm in quite a good mood is because today I noticed that when I woke up, I was feeling real heavy, like real heavy and lethargic and I wanted to sleep more but I tried to sleep a little bit more and I couldn't in the morning. So I woke up and I meditated Noticed that feeling and I remembered over the last few days, I've had that feeling quite a bit and on a couple of the days in the last week, I've written in my meditation diary um, that I feel quite heavy and I reckon it's because of the food that I ate the day before and today, I remembered as well. Yesterday, I ate pizza twice in the day, two days of pizza. I'll get onto that in a second but I realized that the reason I felt heavy was 100% down to the pizza like for sure because the day before in the morning or monday morning i felt fucking awesome in the morning felt so light and just like happy and that might have been because i had just had a coffee before i meditated so there's other variables but the the heavy feeling was definitely down to pizza anyway i got up and i was still feeling shit after the meditation and I made my coffee and I I, uh, I rode to the bakery. I got some fresh bread. I was like, that's something that I like to do to make myself. I think that's a good barometer of if I'm doing well in my life. If I've got a nice fresh loaf of bakery bread in my cupboard, that means I'm, like, I'm doing all right because for the last week or so I haven't and I think I've been quite depressed. Um, so I went and got that, cut myself some nice slices of bread, butter, peanut butter, and then went out with my coffee into the yard. And I was listening to this song, Strange, this song by this lady called Celeste that my friend showed me in the week. And it is just beautiful, man. It's a really beautiful song. And I was listening to it and I felt the sadness swelling up, you know, you know, the sadness that exists in everyone's heart. Um, I just felt it acutely that morning and I went to take a sip of my coffee and I noticed that it was kind of cold. I realized that I made the coffee and the thing, but the water that I mixed with it, the um, kettle hadn't boiled. I just fucked it up or whatever. So I poured cold water into my coffee and that annoyed me. And I (laughs) angrily, I was so upset. I like, (sighs) I like threw the cold coffee out into my garden and went back inside and made myself another one. And then I, so I was like upset still from that, like how that affected me so acutely, you know? And, um, I went back out into the garden, started the song again. I was like, let me have my, mo- that." I was having a moment and then that coffee ruined it. Let me have that fucking moment again. <laughs> Rewind. And um, had the moment there and the sadness, it came back, which was good because I wanted to feel it. And um, I almost cried. I didn't quite cry, but I almost did. And I realised then that, That sadness is the sadness that is there. Like, I was just sad about the normal shit that I'm sad about, Um, you know, coronavirus and comedy and my career and my life being as it is or whatever. And um, I thought maybe the reason that that's kind of come to the forefront of my emotional whatever today is because I was so tired and lethargic. I didn't have the energy to fight it back or push past it or whatever like does that make sense like it was just as strong as it is the sadness was just as strong as it is on any other day but today especially i'm kind of weakened because i had pizza last night and the energy that my body used up digesting all that fat and fucking everything drained me so much that i was unable to fight back the wall of sadness as it came as it does every morning over me and so i had to cry And meditation is what made me realize that. How crazy is that? The meditation in the morning made me realize that if I didn't eat so much pizza yesterday, I wouldn't have cried this morning. The pizza makes me cry. And it is very cool to realize that and to be that attuned to my body. But it is also something that I, in a way, wish that I didn't know, like that fatty heavy foods that i love that are dirty but like i love eating them i am now more aware than i was yesterday of the fact that when i eat those foods like it (laughs) it might genuinely lead to me feeling a palpable sadness that i (laughs) that i would not have otherwise been subject to Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Why am I talking in such fancy terms right now? I guess because I feel like I'm making quite an erudite point. There it is again, that fucking fancy talk. I just, I wish I didn't know. Like now, I feel like the next time I eat pizza, it's going to be looking at me like, (laughs) like you want to be sad tomorrow, cunt? Take a fucking bite. Go on. (laughs) Like I'm going to associate pizza with depression now. I guess people do that, but I never really understood it. I was like, why can't you just enjoy pizza? Well, now I can't. Because of fucking meditation and calm Andy. That motherfucker. It's insidious the way he warps our perceptions of ourselves. Can't enjoy pizza now because of your fucking voice. Headspace Andy. Nah, I like him. I do like him. Hmm. Oh, and so we're back. Thank you for taking the time today to get a little headspace. <laughs> Wham! Punch him in the fucking face. This week, uh, garden update. I uh, I got into Bunnings, man. I fucking I got in like a like an exclusive nightclub in Germany, but I didn't have to wear a gimp suit. I just had to carry a card that said I was a tradesman. Wouldn't that be a fun reverse? If to get into a nightclub in Berlin, you just had to carry a little card. You just had to be a welder. And to get into Bunnings, (laughs) you had to dress like you were going into an exclusive nightclub. (laughs) It's just a a woman dressed in leather, leading a man with a ball gag in his mouth, walking on all fours like a puppy dog. (laughs) Like, hey, we just got to go get some lumber, you know? So I had to, put, had to put on the gimp suit or else we wouldn't have be been allowed into Bunnings. Um, is there any further that I can take that idea into some sort of funny territory? Uh, probably not. I went to Bunnings because um, I had the – for work for that warehouse company, I had to go get a couple things and uh, I went in there. And you're not allowed into Bunnings in Melbourne at the moment because of stage four restrictions unless you have a card that says you're allowed in there for your work. So they gave me the card and uh, I went in and I've it was like, I mean, the kid in the toy store is the obvious metaphor to reach for, the simile. It felt like I was doing something wrong, um, like I wasn't. So I felt like an imposter in Bunnings of all places. That's how low my self-esteem is right now, that I, I feel like I, I mean, I'm in Bunnings and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed in here. This place is too nice for me. (laughs) This warehouse full of bits of fucking wood and metal and plants and shit. I'm like, this is too fancy. So, um, yeah, I go in there. I get the like couple things that I had to get for work, but I was like, I'm in here now. So I just spent 80 bucks on indoor plants and some perlite, which is, uh, I don't know what it is, man. I just can't seem to fucking indoor plants really hard for me the outdoor stuff and like my veggie patch seems to be fairly easy comparatively it's all going well the beans are getting bigger the tomatoes are almost ready to go in the ground very exciting but indoors i uh i try to grow stuff from you know from scratch like indoor plants and it just often like the pothos that i tried to repot died and it seems to be slower indoors as well all these indoor plants I'm trying to work with. So I bought a couple more from Bunnings and I bought some perlite, which is this volcanic rock we've been learning about in the uh, TAFE course, the horticulture course. It's volcanic rock that I guess they treat or it's got like, it's really porous in a high surface area. So it lets water and air go through the soil. You mix it up with your soil and it aerates the soil and allows water to drain through um, it. I think helps somehow with the availability of nutrients for your plants as well i don't know exactly how it works but i got some of that and uh mixed that up with some soil i put some other plants like potted some cuttings and stuff that'll hopefully grow indoors and yeah i don't know what i was going to say about that story i just being in bunnings was so exciting i had the card i had the trades card And then I got all my stuff and then I took it to the trades counter. There's like a separate counter that you can buy stuff with the trades card where you're like, you know, it has the discount, but no one checked the card on the way in. I just walked in to Bunnings, got all the stuff, went to the trades counter and then the card didn't work and they're like, oh, you need to activate it. And I was like, it's not mine. It's my boss's. So I thought for a second I was going to have to drop all the stuff back and then I called them and they were like, oh, no, like I called my boss and he was like, oh, no, you can just take it to the other counter. So I went to the normal counter that's not even for tradespeople and it was just open and I took the stuff there and then I tried to show them the trades card and they were like, oh, it's not activated, but that's all right. You just pay with your normal card and I paid and I walked out. I didn't need the trades card at all. It's a lie. Feels like a lot of these restrictions, I mean, just then, I feel like I I definitely did break restrictions without even really I was trying to do the right thing and the card like it didn't work but i still was just allowed to do it and it feels like i mean what i've kind of said before that's the nature of these restrictions is like all of these people out there protesting i mean this is pathetic there's like a hundred people meeting up on some fucking street on a saturday afternoon to get chased by police and arrested going it's the freedom march hey, you're a fucking idiot But it almost feels like those people out there doing that, if they really cared that much about being free to do things, just do it. Bunnings is shut. Bunnings is shut. Bunnings shouldn't be shut. I mean, that's not what they're actually saying. They're saying we shouldn't have to wear masks and COVID isn't real. But it's like Bunnings being shut is one of the things that, you know, it's one of our freedoms that's being taken away. Don't march on the street. Just go to Bunnings. (laughs) It's not actually shut. They're just saying that it is, and you're dumb enough to go, fuck you, and I just just go to fucking Bunnings, mate. It's fine. Everyone else is just going there. You're the dumb fuck who... (laughs) Like... Sometimes it almost feels like the the rules are I know I no no nah, 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 that's not true. I was about to say like the rules don't apply. Sometimes it feels like the rules are just for stupid people. <laughs> but no, you should abide by the rules. Ugh. But I accidentally broke a rule and it was fine, you know. So if you really need to go to Bunnings, if that's so important to you, that's it, right? If, if, if having your freedoms impinged upon is so important to you that you're going to go out and like get arrested on the streets and yell and be all angry and stuff. If it's so important to you that you need to do that, maybe don't do the getting angry thing. Maybe just do the thing that you're supposedly not allowed to do and probably no one will stop you because there's not enough police in the world to stop everyone from doing that. But it feels like those people out there protesting, they don't actually care that much about their freedoms being taken away. They're just angry and they're looking for someone to yell at, right? That's what a lot of protesting feels like to me. Maybe it's that I'm very privileged and... I can stand to lose a few freedoms without my life really being that bad, but it feels like a little bit of both, doesn't it? If you're out there yelling at police with no mask on on a Saturday afternoon, probably you didn't have that much going for you. <laughs> like, you know, you don't have anything better to do than that, really? Okay. <laughs> well, feel free, brother. Oh, so, yeah, that was my garden update. Anyway, garden's looking good. Um, on... Uh, Oh, what else was I going to talk about? Was I going to talk about uh, piano? What do I got here? I had something else here. Oh, I had a nice moment before with a friend. I was talking to my friend. A, um, I got a Chinese spam call. Um, I'm getting these fucking calls on my phone. A bunch of just like it's a number and it's like a home number like oh, wait. And then whatever, it's like a South Australian or a Victorian number. And they call me and I answer and it's just like a Chinese voice going like, I'm not going to fuck, I've learned from a few weeks ago, don't. I was so close then to doing a Chinese voice. (laughs) Do not do the Chinese voice, Aiden. Don't even try and imitate the language. It's not worth it. You got too much to lose. I have so much to lose, don't I? Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So I, I got a, a, it's like a the spam call is just they call and then it's some robot recording of a like you know in Chinese, and um, I wanted to do it again, and it's just so annoying because it's like really this is your scam. I don't even understand how you're trying to scam me. You know, fuck. I don't know, maybe there's something happening. Maybe they're siphoning money from my bank account somehow. But anyway, I got one of those calls just before. Um, but before I realized that it was one of those calls, I just I was talking to a friend who I haven't seen since the start of the stage four lockdown in three months and um, having a real nice chat just on Facebook Messenger, funny. And then I got the spam call and I thought it was her and um, – I was happy in that moment for a second. I thought it was her calling me, just you know, to be like, "Oh, we're talking, so let's just talk over voice because it'll be easier." And I was ready to answer the call, and that was so so nice because I I just i realised this about myself. I don't answer calls, man. I'll answer a call from a random number before I'll answer a call from an actual friend or a well, you know, someone who's calling to check how I am to tell me something nice, to say a funny thing, to just catch up. I don't know if I know <laughs> a lot of people don't answer like random numbers that they don't have saved. I don't know if your number is saved in my phone, that is almost certain a guarantee that I'm not going to answer your fucking call. But if it's a random number, I will answer the call every time because I'm like, oh, an adventure. But if it's another person that I know, it feels like work. I was talking to someone about that on Saturday night. It just feels like work, man. Good friends, old friends that I, you know, value their friendship. And I'm happy to talk to them when I do talk to them. But if they call me without any warning, it's like, nah, sorry, man. I just whatever. It's got something to do with how I always think I'm so busy Whatever I'm in my head busy doing at that moment, whatever it is, however inconsequential, I've committed to doing it and so that person calling me is like an intrusion on the commitment that I've already made with myself, even if that commitment is just like I'm reading an article on The Guardian and then if someone I've known for 10 years calls me, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, mate, I'm actually re- I'm, do- I'm doing something really important right now so I can't talk to you but maybe in three weeks' time, I'll fucking squeeze you in. <laughs> Mm. And, uh, yeah, when I got that Chinese um, spam call, I was talking to my friend and I I was like, you know what? I would answer that. And that was nice. Getting a spam call made me realize that I could find time for a friend. But actually as I say it now I'm realizing that the only reason I would have answered is because I was already talking to them so it actually is easier to talk over voice if she called me at any other time no way am I picking up that call so you know what I'm still a piece of shit that I don't have time for my friends It's how why is that so hard I mean it, no I've I've just said why it is it's because I I w- I would like to be more like adaptive I guess I'd like to be someone who can just stop what they're doing at any moment and change to do another thing, but I don't know exactly how I might go about that. It just, it always feels, whatever I'm doing, it always feels like I have a real commitment to doing that, you know, whether it's reading an article on my phone or doing my podcast or writing a thing or, you know, Walking down the street. Walking down the street's a good moment to catch me actually because often I'm just listening to a dumb podcast or a song that I'm not really that committed to and I'm kind of lost in my own thoughts. Anyway, I feel like I'm getting off track here. Um, uh, What can I talk about? The picture for this week is going to be me um, on the first day of the... uh, I only worked Thursday, Friday and then Monday. And on Thursday... (coughs) I was just happy to be back at work doing something constructive. So I um, uh, took a picture of myself next to the, you know, like a little selfie. And I was just genuinely happy. I had a big smile on. And, um, oh, that's what I was going to talk about here. All right, all right, all right. Yesterday, I was going to tell you guys about how I was so fucking stressed. I really worked myself into a, a big old tizzy yesterday. So. Yeah, the first couple of days at work were – it's they, the first couple days at work just doing odd jobs and stuff and then yesterday uh, they sent me out on a full day of deliveries to schools and I uh, had eight schools and the first one was this one I went – so it was in Truganina so I first of all went to the wrong place. I went to Williamstown or Newport or whatever the fuck, kind of near Werribee and shit. Werribee? No. Footscray. Anyway, I went to one place and it was the wrong place but I got out – and I needed to pee. That's important. I got out the truck and um, I went to the school because there's like two locations. The school has two campuses. And I went to the first one and I called the number on the front gate and uh, no one was answering and I was getting angry. I was like, how dare they? No one answering. And it's the number there because I still thought I was in the right place. So then I looked up the school on Google Maps and I found that there was I was in the wrong place. And so I called the other place And they were like confirmed, yes, you are in the wrong place. I was like, all right, get back in the van, drive another 25 minutes, the whole time I need to pee. And then I get to the other school and um, also the other place in Truganina, the right place and get out the van and uh, there's only one entrance into the school that I can see and it's actually an exit. Like I'm driving the wrong wrong way up this one-way service road in the school but I'm like, whatever, it's holidays, no one's here so it doesn't matter. I still need to pee. I'm looking for the office. I call the school again. I'm driving the van slowly, calling the school at the same time. I get the admin desk and uh, the lady's like, oh, yeah, I can see you. Yes, I can see the van there and um, she, I'm like, yeah, okay, so where do I need to go? She's like, oh, you just need to go up there. But I hear her go because she can see me out the window of her building and I can hear her go like, oh, it is it is a one-way street though, so um, it might be a bit dangerous, like unsafe for you to drive up that way. so um, I, I will ask you to turn around and go out and then around the block and so, <laughs> I'm getting angry at that now. I'm like in my head going like, just fucking let me drive up the one-way street lady. No one fucking cares. It's like 20 it's like 50 meters up the street like who fucking cares? But whatever, so I turn the van around (laughs) and then I drive out and then I don't – here's where I make a mistake is I don't take her directions because her directions involved a right turn on a main road. I thought I could go the other way around the block and go left, 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 left. So I try to go the other way but the block just doesn't go around like that. So I get – I'm in some housing estate and I go take the map out and I realise you can't go left, 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 left. It just takes you – in some dead end way. So I've like gone the wrong way and then I'm angry at that because I have to turn around again. I'm like, fuck, at this point I'm yelling at myself. I still need to pee. The lady's told me to turn around. I've disobeyed her and now she's proven right. So I go back. I kind of take a different way, still not quite the way that she said. I go through the school around another way and I'm getting there and then that's not the right way and I get out and I run around again and it's wrong and then I finally find her And I get to her admin building, which is the wrong building. She's told me I need to go to the junior school, not the senior school. But I get in there and I'm like, hey, it's me from the phone. Yes, you remember? Look, I just, please, can I really, I need to use the toilet. She's like, okay. She comes out. I fucking hate her so much at this point. I just need to pee so bad. It's been like 45 minutes and she comes out and she needs to test if I have COVID first before I can fucking pee in the toilets, even though no one's in the school. And I know this is all very reasonable on her part, but I'm just like filled with anger. And um, she makes me stand facing the wall while she's standing at my left. So I'm facing, not looking at her, reading a list of questions off the wall. Like, have you done this? Or have you done this to the COVID questions, you know? And uh, and she- I go to just answer them. I go to just be, I want to, cause I'm in a rush. I want to just go, no, 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 no. <laughs> But she insists on reading the questions to me. <laughs> and they're like, I have to answer it in turn. Like, she's <laughs> have you been in contact with anyone who's been confirmed with COVID-19? I'm like, no. <laughs> I must have sounded so snappy. And she goes, have you um, have you yourself been tested for COVID-19? No. <laughs> She reads the other two and then she has the little temperature reading gun and I go to turn towards her because in the past people have, you know, taken my temperature on my forehead while I'm facing them. So I go to face her and she's like, no, please turn back the other way. (laughs) And that was the one that I just went like, "Ah! (laughs) okay, I'm sorry turn back the other way she takes the temperature like holding the gun to the side of my head like i'm a fucking hostage about to be executed takes it she's like 36 very good and walks me to the toilet i'm like about to barge past her like throw her through a window so i can pee and then as soon as i pee everything lifts and i come back and i'm like thank you very much for letting me use your toilet i really appreciate it like a little bitch I should have, I should have, I should have given into my anger and thrown her through the window, shouldn't I? No. I really would like some sort of coping strategies so that I don't, I, I must have, I must have screamed fuck at the top of my lungs while I was alone in the van, like half a dozen times in about an hour and a half yesterday. And I would really like some strategies on how to deal with my anger in a different way to that. Cause you know, you scream fuck at the top of your lungs enough times and eventually someone's gonna hear you, and that's unpleasant for everyone. Um, but anyway, that was that. <laughs> it just really freaked me out, man. It was like an it it was like I must have left the like place where I was coming from at maybe like 9.30 or 10 and I didn't finish that first drop off out of 8 until like 12.30 and at that point I was like oh cool I'm going to be driving around until 6pm tonight so that's what annoyed me but you know what I finished at 4 anyway everything was fine I was angry for no reason (sighs) One last thing, and then I reckon I will finish up. What else have I done this week? I stopped reading Catch Twenty Two. Um, I was reading it, and I thought I was trying to convince myself that I was enjoying it. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm not enjoying this. It's a chore. And as much as I would like to be a person who has read Catch Twenty Two, I feel like I read it when I was 21, but I don't really remember it at all. So maybe I, maybe I put it down and told myself that I'd read it, but. Yeah, I got like 60 pages in. I was like, you know what? I am not enjoying this. And if I'm not enjoying reading it, then why the fuck am I reading it? You know, because the whole point is it's a leisure activity. So I just fucking binned that off, which felt really good, actually. And um, finally this week, piano update. I've been uh, obsessed, especially the start of the week. um, I was obsessed with this song, Selfish, by the Kid Leroy that I played a few months ago when I found his album. God, it's a good song. It's just so catchy, and I—I've uh, had this realization from playing piano the last six months or so since I've been playing regularly again for a lot for about ten years from when I used to play and then in the period where I stopped actively kind of pursuing it and learning more. What kept me going was my ability to play chords with a left hand. Just basic chords with a left hand and that will get you through most pop songs, right? Just learn the chords there and then I would sing, <clears throat> sing the words to the songs. But slowly over that time, I have had to accept that I'm really not a great singer. Um, as much as I've... Every now and then, I can hit a run of notes and it sounds okay. For the most part, I just I can't fucking sing. And... Um, maybe I'd like to learn how to sing. That'd be cool to hear like a singing teacher. I think I would like that, but I don't think I'm going to. Um, so yeah, me singing these songs and playing the chords, like the singing is because you need to, the melody makes the song, right? And the chords are the harmony. But I've realized why, why sing when I've got perfectly good fucking fingers and hands here, I could just play the melody with my right hand or with like, half of my right hand and the other half play some harmony and then the bottom play other chords, make it a bit more complicated. And that's what a classical piano song is. It's solo piano. Classical piano isn't necessarily that like classical piano. It's just solo piano. It's playing the melody and then various harmonies with your two hands. And, um, I mean, you can play fucking, you know, like six, seven notes pretty comfortably. So... This song by the Kid Leroy, which is like a trap, whatever pop song. It's super catchy. and I've started to try and arrange it with the melody in the top voice of the right hand and then a couple harmony notes in the right hand. and then the left hand. the the best bit of the song for me is the chorus um because it drops like it's got, you know, like the he's, this kid, I guess is known for his big bass lines. And the bass line that drops like a bar into the chorus is so fucking catchy, man. I was walking um, during the week. I was walking through Barclays Square and in the car park especially just listening to that song on repeat on my way to do my shopping. And every time that bass drops, it's like, um, oh, I can't even – how the fuck does it go? well i'll be selfish i'm a selfish little boy and you won't be selfish like me because i'm better than being selfish than you are you fuck that's how the song goes that's exactly it you know what that's actually the best i've ever sung in my life Uh, (laughs) god i am in a silly mood so um The bass that fucking kicks into the song, I just really love it. Um, And I'm trying to replicate that or that feeling make the piano sound like that or have that kind of feeling, you know? And um, I've got the piano, uh, the, the left hand doing like the lowest root note of the chord bass line and then like an octave and a half up doing the third or the fifth and bouncing between them. And to get the rhythms that go against each other with the left hand and the right hand was real hard. It took me like a whole evening to do it and it was very fulfilling. And um, it's also such a cool exercise to do this with a song because I'm noticing like to arrange a song is in a way to show other people how I hear the song. I think I would like to at some point get it so that I can play the whole song through and then like film it and put it on my YouTube channel and just, you know, see what people think. Are there any people out there who are fans of Kid Leroy who would appreciate a classical piano arrangement of one of his songs? Maybe. I don't know. Um, But it's in a way – yeah, it's like to – because I can't do all of the – like all of the instrumentation that's in his thing. I mean he's got a whole fucking computer's worth of – what am I trying to say? He can make more sounds with his computer than I can with my 10 fingers on the piano or, you know, 11 if I count like headbutting it or whatever other shit that I can do. There's always more you can do on on a computer. You can make more sounds more notes, more whatever. And like drum sounds and all of that shit. So I can only choose a certain number of parts that are in the song to then put in the piano arrangement. And so it's like very telling of how I hear it and which parts stand out to me. Like, does that make sense? I can't, I don't know why I can't fucking finish my sentence off effectively right now, but my arrangement will reflect the way that I hear the song and the parts that I like. And I think that's cool, you know? I guess that's with anything that you make. It's like we all experience the same stuff, the world, but we experience it differently because of the things that we like and our personal tastes. And so even in... Like, I didn't write the song, he wrote the song, but when I play the song, I'm playing it and bringing my own experience to it, and I think that's nice. And you know what? I think that's just what a cover is, and I think everyone knows that about covers, and I'm just understanding it now, but you know what? Fuck you. I understood it recently, and it felt good for me. Anyway, that's me getting defensive, and I think that's the podcast. Thank you all for listening this week. Uh, check out the Instagram at sitting under podcast at Aiden Jones comedy. For me, that's it. It's been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.